Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This fit nation. This is this is this this is this is this is this is this is this Man, all of these bars are making a killing Everywhere I go, looks like it's a place to be I see people that I know, but I feel like there's no one here but me Downtown's dead without you Girls walk by and friends say hi, Friday night It might as well be just another Out here in the throes of loud house music, everything's a blur. I don't hear the words, but lips are moving. Tried to get involved, but I've about had enough. People wall to the wall, and I'm just holding it up. Cause downtown's dead without you. Girls walk by. Say hi, but Friday night it might as well be just enough Tuesday night without you As long as you're still in my head There ain't no way that I can paint a ghost town red Downtown dead Downtown dead Lights. What am I doing with my life? Okay, I quit. I've had enough of this. These people are losing their minds. Can't get you out of my head. I'm calling it at night. I'm crawling back to your bed. Downtown's dead without you. Girls walk by and friends say hi, but Friday night it might as well be just enough Tuesday night without you As long as you're still in my head, there ain't no way that I can pray to go sound red Downtown's dead, downtown's dead 
All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the Misfit Nation. If you have not had a chance to check out our first book, 13-Step Guide to Success, it is available on Amazon and Kindle and paperback versions. If you're going through some hard times, you do not have to go through those alone. Phone a friend and chat it out. If you're embarrassed or ashamed to tell your friend that you're going through problems, call the crisis hotline at 1-800-273-8255. If you are a veteran, press option one. Do not make a permanent solution to a temporary problem. If you're a new listener, we appreciate you for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast apps and also download the Military Broadcast Radio app to follow our, our family of shows as well as the Misfit Nation. Also go to YouTube and subscribe to our YouTube channel, D underscore Misfit Nation. This will keep you up to date with the latest episodes of the Misfit Nation and also allow you to hear the amazing stories of our guests. Speaking of which, our next guest combines a unique form of insight to help others center on the present moment with laser focused energy. She helps her clients expand their hearts for themselves and their family. So without further ado, let's welcome to the show, Andrea Petrut to the Misfit Nation. Welcome, Andrea. Thank you for inviting me. It's an honor. It was uh, great to, you know, the way we can connect nowadays with the, the pod match or any way through social media and across the world, we can meet each other. You're not that far. You're just north of us here in Canada. So it, it's an easy link for us to talk to each other and, and get to know each other a little better now. So if you don't mind, would you tell us a little bit about your story from as far back as you want to go to how you got to where you are now, what you're doing now? I come from Romania. My family actually has or mixed origin of Ukrainians, uh, Romanians. And I thought I actually had a Greek relative, but it seems that it was not a blood relative, but it felt so cool because my name uh, comes from Greek, uh, which is manhood, Andreas, manhood and courage. And I think that is exactly what has been my life and what I've learned from my family. I moved to Canada in 2017 because my current husband, who is what I call my right partner, has been living here. So we decided it's best for me to move instead of him because he's other children are here too. And all my life, as long as I can remember, I remember I was two years old, I would walk with my parents and just go to people and smile. I, I love people. This is who I am. I'm a lover of people. And I believe we all have something beautiful in us. Even if we have done evil things, even if we have done horrible things, I believe we all deserve a second chance, Where, whatever that is. And everything that I have done, whether I was learning foreign languages, whether I was studying science or law, or whether I was at home or traveling somewhere or everywhere I went, I wanted to know who are you? Who are the people in front of me? What's their culture? What's their background? What are the stories I can learn from? The most compelling stories, and I think the ones that fit your show, come from my family's background of war, famine, and all the challenges they've been through. You know, I was born in a family who loved me very, very much. The question that I ask myself now just to understand is, was I loved in the way I needed? 
you know, sometimes we say, well, it's good to acknowledge what you had, just see the blessing. And I say, yes, I acknowledge everything was perfect. But was I receiving love as I needed? And my answer is no. I was giving love as a child and as an innocent child, but the conditioning, the beliefs that my parents, especially the mother lineage, which I understand now why, but the mother lineage was not as physically loving as I needed to receive as a child. So all, all these things, which for me and now, you and I and others know, we call them adverse childhood experiences. Um, all these things plus the traumas I've been through taught me that I first, beyond acknowledging the lessons that I see in my family, to help myself. And when I help myself, I understood how I can help others. And this is what I do. I start from the heart, from the love I have for people, and I show other people what it takes to come back to ourselves, to see the blessings, and to start healing. And healing starts from deep within. And when we start from us, we're going to change the world because the world is hurt, not just us or some. It's all of us. Thanks for sharing that. Uh, and I think you're you're spot on with the, the world being hurt and we need to start fixing from our point of view first and then work our way out. And I usually tell people, fix your house first, then your neighborhood, then your community, then your city and keep growing and growing until everything starts to shine again and that'll make everyone happy at some point. Yes, and you know, it's not about happiness. Come on, let's be honest. What is happiness? Happiness for me is one thing. Happiness right. for you is another. It's about what it drives us to do. Happiness is a beautiful goal we can take, but it's not the infinite aspect of it. The infinite is what we're living. It's it's a finite thing. Oh, I'm happy now. Uh, so what? <laughs> You know, but what about curiosity? What about, um, and when you said uh, how you see the change, and I see it in the same way, I would like to add, hey, we're doing it now. You and I are sharing in a very caring, compassionate way, isn't it? Right. Right? And, and you're a man, I'm a woman. Um, you know, and anybody can identify themselves as they want, and that's okay. And, and so what? We all make one. That's my idea. We are all one. We're all connected. And we are all unique. And through our uniqueness, while holding hands together, <laughs> we're actually uh, bringing a world of peace. This is what I'm aiming for. Peace. Peace of mind is going to bring clear, mindful decisions from each of us and the leadership. That's why we're hurting today. We're suffering. We're in pain right now just because the leadership does not have the insights, the clarity of mind, their own peace in their hearts. You know, they are not healed. And this is not about judging. This is about honoring what we all have been through. I guess you know better than me what it's like. You said you're a veteran. Yes. I have grandparents going to war and I loved reading about wars and everything. And... For me, although I've never been in war, 
are the stories of warriors of any kind, warriors in wars, warriors in life, warriors of any kind, have shifted my idea. And I realized anybody is a warrior, anybody's a soldier, and all we need is a target to look at. Not target as in target to hit, <laughs> as in a dream to hold on to, even if you're risking your life for it. For me in life, as a warrior of peace and light, however we can call ourselves, I believe in light, peace, love, and all the things that we can make possible as humans. And I promise myself that I'm gonna die trying. I'm gonna die trying, showing everybody that if I did it, everybody can. If I could live in a dysfunctional family that loved me, lose my mom at 11 years old, then lose my grandfather 40 days after, her father, then lose my uncle that I love so much, right on the day, right on the day, I had an insight, Andrea, go, I was in, on a bus, and I had an insight, get off and go and see your uncle, I was right, I don't know, 100 meters away from the bus station, close to him, I passed by, I looked at the space, and I said, no, I'm, there's another day, he even at the same time, it's going to be okay. Four, six hours later, my dad gets a call. Hey, Victor, your brother died. I was in shock. I was like, why? Why do we do this? Why people have to die around us? Why do they have to leave our lives so we can realize how wonderful their presence is in our life? And I'm, I'm teary now, and I'm emotional. And I'm not going to ask forgiveness for being emotional because... I'm sure all of us have had at least one person in our life who for whatever reason left our, our life and, and all of a sudden, or maybe took us years to realize, wow, that's what that person brought. And you know what? I realized that even in trauma, and I'm saying it knowing what trauma is, even in trauma, even in adverse childhood experiences, there is wisdom. I don't say there's good thing. Please, please keep that in mind. I say there is wisdom. Whatever that wisdom is for each of us, there is wisdom. We have all seen traumatized people becoming warriors and advocates for others, either for the victim or for the other person or both. Why? Because unless each of us and one of us or some of us stand up and say, this is the truth. Let's name it. Let's work with it. We can do this together. You are not alone. Only then we can make a shift at the global level. Definitely. And uh, I like you, you said a few things there that were very resonating. You said we have to fight for our dreams, fight for things. At the, I always tell people you a dream won't chase you. You have to chase your dream or a goal won't chase you. You have to chase after it. You have to be in a sprinter stance and going after it and have that warrior's heart and go after it the whole time. And uh, that's something that re really resonated with me there. And, uh, and uh, as far as people coming in and out of our lives, I think every person that comes into our lives gives us something. We may not know it at the time. Like you said earlier, you said, you're not realizing what you have until it's gone, but we all, every, as soon as we're born, we have a, we don't have an infinite time on, on this earth unless for some reason we're a superhero or something, but you're, 
your time you have a timeline and you're only here so long so you should make the most of it and, and touch as many people in positive ways as you can yes and let's make it simple let's make it simple i i recognize i i chose to have impact i chose to not let the deaths of people that i loved to go in vain i chose to take on their legacy and to name it and to say how we can be empowered. And I chose to work mostly with women, but I love men, I love everybody. And I have boys that I'm raising like boys of the future, in, in my opinion. And I have a girl that I'm raising as she wants to be, you know, like whatever we wanna be, we can be, and we can start small from simply, if we have, for instance, a child. Do you have children? I have one daughter. Oh, what a blessing. Right. So tell me how it was from the first moment, just just the first moment you saw her. I don't know what was that moment, but when you looked into her eyes, the babies, they don't see a colors or anything after they're born, but they feel, they perceive we are there. They smell us. They sense our energies, our emotions. They recognize their mother and father instantaneously after they are born. So how was it, it that was moment when you looked into her eyes? It was amazing. It was a long time ago, 26 years now, but uh, oh. it was a, it was a great day for us. A, a pretty long day. And she was born right at midnight. So it was pretty wild, 1159 uh, ish. So we got to pick which day was her birthday and we picked the, the day it started. So, <laughs> and seeing her the first time that it was life-changing because now you're no longer worried about just you or you and your wife. You're worried about the baby more than anything else in the world to make sure she has a better life than you did. And that changed all of us. Let's look at that moment, which as parents, we know it takes a blink of an eye to look at your child in their eyes and be like, oh, the world is expanding. Your heart is expanding. Their love, their eyes are giving us a chance and are shifting our perception. That's exactly what you said. You're not just thinking of you. You're, you're thinking of somebody else too. And for me, that's what, that was the moment. The moment I, I saw my baby without touching him. He was just a few centimeters away, wrapped all around. <laughs> and he made a sound, something like a dog would do when they would <laughs> cry or something like that. And I knew instinctively that the baby can recognize me. And that connection for me was a miracle. We live miracles every single day. That is my point. That is what I'm saying now. Every second, we can do something that's going to change our life and change somebody's life too. When we're looking in the eyes of someone, whether it's a child or an adult or a teenager or an old person, young person, doesn't matter. We can see what I call sacred being. We have sacredness inside. And I Think, and I believe this is the first thing that is going to save us as humanity to look inside each of us and know and feel or look for what is it that you have so special that makes you be you? What is it? What can I find despite your behavior that I don't like and I don't appreciate, despite your thoughts and despite the fact that you're so freaking different that I can't even stand being with you? What is it that I can find in your eyes that tells me 
you and I are brothers. You and I are siblings. You and I are made of the same soil, which is from this planet Earth. You and I have something in common. And I'm sure we can find something in our DNA, right? And there's got to be something. That, in that's it. what I believe. <laughs> Especially uh, being from Europe, uh, I think most of us came from that direction and spread out. So we have to have some kind of lineage together at some point. Yeah. And uh, my family comes from Italy mostly. So that's not far from where you, you, you're from. So I'm sure yeah. there's some kind of link in there because it's, it's romantic uh, languages. Yeah. <laughs> And everyone yeah. started out with one small circle and grew out. So we had to come from to get each other at some point. <laughs> yeah. So I see, I didn't speak. We are all made of or created by the same creator because I don't know what you believe in. And I want to honor that. What I'm saying is whether we use our faith, our beliefs, perceptions, or science, we can all find something common. Even the thing that we are made of 53 million cells makes us or we are humans, anything can be something we can find in common. And starting from that, we can find what makes us be one and why we should care, why we should think of the best and highest good of all, not just me, not just you. And uh, I see the word loyalty uh, behind you. And loyalty is, oh my God, just such an important thing. Um, I remember my, my grandmother, I remember my husband, I remember my dad, I remember all these people who stayed loyal no matter what. And maybe we do need something to be loyal for and to hold on to. If, um, you talked about dreams that you gotta chase them. Well, can I take a twist on that? Because <laughs> what if the dream is inside you? What if the dream is already there, right in your heart? What if all you need to do is, after you listen to this episode, you just take 30 seconds, let's say 60 seconds of your life, just take 60 seconds, sit in that chair, on the driver's seat, wherever you are, and just think of the things you're grateful for, of the things that you have never given up on, just pick one of them, think of it, be grateful for it, and then see what happens to your mindset, to your perception, and to the way you're driving, or the way you're going to go to have dinner with your family, or to speak to a friend. Yeah, definitely. I think yeah. There are that's things like that. We, were thinking, we said that earlier, you had to start from within and come out, so yeah. that's the perfect way to twist that around there. Uh, I think you, you did that one well. <laughs> yeah. So we talked about relationships. We talked about uh, loss and uh, losing uh, loved ones and stuff like that. How do how would you coach someone to kind of go through that wave of emotion when they do lose somebody and, and try to make it into a positive and let them, let them go in a positive manner? I was thinking of how I felt when my mom died. And we have to be honest. And this is what I'm saying. Be honest with yourself first. Allow yourself to feel rage, to feel anger, frustration, to feel anything you feel that society told you. It's a bad feeling. It's not okay. It's not pure. You know what? Because you feel it, it's your truth. It's what's really going on inside you. Losing the loved one is very hard. Could be excruciating. You know, what if it's your child, the one you wanted to see grow up? 
well, it doesn't matter who it is. Whatever you feel, just feel it. Write it down. Say it to someone if they can bear it. If not, allow them not to bear it. Accept that there's nobody who can listen, but I'm telling you who's going to listen, your mind and your soul. Sing it. Do you like to sing? Sing it. Do you like to pray? Pray it. Do you like to go out for a walk? You know what? Do that. Here's why. Because nature is going to help you transform those emotions. And nature always listens. A tree will never tell you, oh, 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 please stop that. Oh, I don't want to hear that. Nature will always be welcoming. It's going to give you a song. It's going to give you some sounds in there. It's going to give you peace. It's going to listen. And it's going to give you back. You can write it down in a journal. You can write a poem. You can write a story. Because you have a story. That's your story. Your story of grief. Your story of losing someone. Now, did you have a chance to speak to that person in the last moments? Because if you didn't, it's worse and you can make it better. You would ask, well, how, how's that? The person is dead. How can I? You know what? This is not the, about the person who is dead. It's about the, you. You're the one losing someone. Write them a letter. Write something like they would be there with you and for you. And they would be listening. And know that somewhere in this universe, wherever they are, and I'm fearing now because I feel that with every single person that I lost, wherever they are, there is one place they will always be in, and I know you know it, right in your heart. And when you write to them, when you speak to them, when you think of them, your heart is going to shine. And that love is going to make you a better human because the world today needs people who are honest with themselves, people who allow themselves to feel. And I promise you, you will not forget, but you will be stronger. You will help other people by allowing yourself to feel, to be, to know, to share, and to just go through all the stages you need to go through so that you find peace at some point that you lost him. And for each person that I've likely said before, every person is different, finding happiness and being happy is different. And also going through it in an adverse situation as such is different for each person, but let you got to let yourself go through that whole wave of emotion and go through that. You can't go by what some textbook tells you you have to do. You have to let ride the waves as they come and, and show that person that you lost, that you still have that emotion because some, somehow they're in you and showing you that they're letting you live again, live still while they are now no longer with us. And if I may, I just remember one thing, you know, um, I've heard stories, powerful stories of people who lost someone, for instance, um, someone who divorced from a person, but they love that person. And even after 20, 30 years, they still cared for that person. And you know what happened? Uh, the traumas they've been through together when they were together, they all shifted after the person died, especially when that person allowed herself to meet the, the loved one's family. And what happened is the loved one's family, by bonding with her listening and allowing, uh, actually healed more, shifted something in the air. And another situation could be where maybe, just maybe, 
there is a legacy that the loved one has left and you can take further. This is what I did with my mom. You know, um, I tried to look through everything she had to find out, did she have a dream? Did she have a dream to hold on to? Because she bought properties. She wanted to be uh, in a house with an apartment. She wanted to be in the mountains. She always loved nature. So I didn't, I never had the chance because she died when I was 11. I never had the chance to know about her. So I tried to figure out if my dad, if anybody know about her dreams, you know what's the sad part? Nobody knew. And I'm like, how is it possible to live with some, right? Your mouth was like, so how is it possible for somebody to live with you for decades or whatever and not know your dreams? Right. And beyond the surprise and feeling it, it's appalling, I realized, what if, what if it's me? What if it's me, the one who's going to carry on her dream? And I, that's why I say in my bio that I took that moment as a vision. I made my mom's death as an empowering situation. And I said, you know what? I'm going to live as long as I can so I can see my children growing up. And I'm going to help other people understand their uniqueness. And I will never let or I will do my best not to let somebody live this live as in go from this life to another uh, without being appreciated, loved, cared for, and know um, that at least one person in this life believed in them and saw their beauty. So that's what I, that's what I do. Maybe we can take that in our, in our lives. Definitely. And even, like you said, when you lost your mom, no one knew her hopes, her dreams for the future. Maybe you were that actual hope and dream and she was happy with the way you were at that point, and that was her her time for to go to the other side and let you live that life now. And and now you're pushing the to help everyone else see the best in themselves and also try to make that sustainable society for everybody. Yeah, maybe I don't know. I I hope so. Yes. Uh, you know, I'm writing my spiritual memoir, and my book mentor had an insight and said, you know what. What would it be like if you had a conversation with your mom now? Can you write that? And I started writing uh, a chapter. I don't know if it's going to be this way, but it's something like conversations I never had. And the more I started writing, the more I healed and the more I understood um, of what has happened with me in, in those moments and what I took on and the many amazing things that I lived, even if I was not aware in the moment, but in 11 years, my mom actually was a role model and she left me exactly what I needed to move forward. So could be what you said. <laughs> See, <laughs> and there's always something, there's always lessons learned and uh, there's always reasons why things happen and when they happen. And I think uh, it happened in your life. Yes, you were very young, but it also molded to what molded you into who you are today. And now you have uh, three children in your house that you're you're also raising, giving that home education to make them the next the next best generation be the best people they can be as they grow up. Yeah, and I chose uh, home education uh, because I could and because I believed in it and because uh, I felt this would be fit for my family and uh, and it is and I'm uh, more like eclectic, which means that. I listen to the person in front of me, whether it's a child or an adult, and I allow them to go wherever they need, whether it's school, homeschool, um, with me, uh, or be with uh, another person and, and live and learn. I don't know. You know, 
well, according to the age, of course, but <laughs> um, and I believe that all of us have the power or have extraordinary powers and extraordinary gifts, and we are extraordinary people. We just need to find that, and if we cannot find it, you know, if we are in such a very dark place where we don't see why we should live anymore, maybe just before pulling the trigger or doing something else, um, just ask one question. What was it in my life that was really worth it? Because there is something in there. There is something for which we can acknowledge our life because nobody is here alive for nothing. Like every single one of us has a purpose, has a role and has changed or shifted somebody's life one way or another. There is something to appreciate and to hold on to so we can move on. Definitely. And uh, how does someone get in contact with you, Andre, if they want you to be on the, their show or just to chat with you and maybe get some advice from you? For you listening, please, if you like this episode, give a review and tell him why, what you liked about this. Forget about me first. Just <laughs> stop this and leave a review because we need to know why we're doing this. We need to know why this conversation was meant to be and how it helped you. I would love to know why, um, you know, what, what made you change something, if it helped you in any way. And then if you really like what I said and you want more, people can find me at andreapetrut.ca. So my name is A-N-D-R-E-A-P-E-T-R-U-T.ca. And that's where I have more interviews, articles, and all sorts of things that people can look into and see what fits them. All about empowerment and healing and how we can do better. Awesome. And if you can give someone that's going through that, uh, that journey from losing someone to trying to get to the other side, what bit of advice would you give them? Be you. Be you. Please be you. Be honest with yourself. Honesty is a virtue, a value, and a principle in life that I believe we can, we should, and we need to appreciate more than ever. And it starts with you, being honest with you, with what you feel, doesn't matter the why, just what you feel, what you think, put it out there, let it be, allow it to be, allow you to be you. And just set the intention of what you are looking for after losing. And if you believe in a higher power, you can ask the higher power to show you why. Why did it happen? Or at least um, give you a good sign for something to hold on to. And ask yourself or allow yourself to see that sign because signs are everywhere. Just the fact that you're alive still is a sign that you have a message, an empowering, an important and empowering message to give to the world please hold on to that honesty with yourself because you're making it better. Awesome. Thank you. That's great advice. And Andrea, thank you for taking some of your time to hang out with us here and uh, share with the Misfit Nation your tips, tricks, and uh, parts of your journey through life. Thank you so much for having this beautiful moment together.
really loved it. Awesome. Have a good night. You too. know how we do this thanks for taking some of your time to spend with us on fit fit nation be sure to hit that subscribe button and share the link as much as possible if you want to please become a supporter to help us carry this thing on we appreciate you if you know someone that brings that energy has a great story is an up-and-comer in any industry of music in the arts have them reach out to us on TheMisfitNation.com. We will get back to them within one day and get them on here so they can share their story with the world. As always, till next time, be humble, stay hungry, and keep hustling. Because we are... This is-
Enemy! 